What is happening, ladies and gents? Welcome to episode number 96 of the KDH podcast, episode number 31 of Level Up by KDH. So before we get into this, I want you to do me a massive favour. I ask you every week, I can see the listeners increasing. I'm not seeing any more tags increasing. Please tag me in your stories. It doesn't matter if this is a year later or you are listening to this when it comes out on the bounce. Please do it because it's the only way this amazing podcast is going to get out there more and more because I know a lot of you like it because the listeners are going up and it's consistent. Um, So guys, stories that are holding you back. So I'm recording this on a Wednesday right now. I don't usually record on Wednesday. It's usually a Thursday, but I was driving back from uh, meeting a good friend there, had a good conversation, and I had an incredible conversation on Monday night that kind of inspired this with Caitlin, my good friend Caitlin, who's a fellow coach and a great friend. And basically she asked me to come into a call on Monday to come in and speak um, and I got to speak to 27 ladies live on the call that was incredible we spoke about all sorts of things right mindset and everything but afterwards me and Caitlin had a really good conversation we were just talking about coaching we were talking about where a lot of people go wrong and some of the things that I'd touched base on and we were just basically talking about like, the narrative what's known as the narrative that I refer to as you probably heard me speak about this before the narrative is like, the stories that you tell yourself the stories that you tell yourself is what you will live in line with. And you probably heard the term before, limiting beliefs. These come in all different shapes and forms, right? But ultimately, the stories that you tell yourself are the stories that you're going to live your line, your life in line with, if that makes sense. I know that's a bit deep there, but think about it, right? I'm not religious, right? There's someone else, that my, someone in my street might be very religious. They can base their entire concept in life around that belief that they have, whereas I base my entire life and concept around a different belief, right? It's not that I have, like, I'm not slating anyone that's religious or anything at all, each to their own. I'm just trying to come up with the idea and the concept. There could be someone else, do you know what I mean? I'm using my street, right? That my street's probably not this dynamic with different people, but there could be someone else across the road from me that has views politically that are different to mine. That is their beliefs. That is my beliefs. There could be someone... And they're not on our street that's maybe fucking racist. They have different beliefs to me, right? What we need to understand is that these are just wee stories that we tell ourselves. And when we're born, we don't have any of these. We create them ourselves, right? And ultimately, so many people don't realize is that there are so many limiting beliefs and limiting stories that we tell ourselves. And one of the ones that we get them come up all the time, because ultimately as coaches, we are helping people discover that fucking potential and essentially become a better version of themselves. And why are so many people not doing that if it was that easy? Because so many folk are telling themselves stories, so many narratives, and there is so many, and especially being from the West Coast of Scotland, being from Scotland, being from the UK in general, there is a lot of stories that hold so many people back, including myself. They have done. There'll be stories that I'm telling myself now that subconsciously will be holding me back, but that's the beautiful thing about denial. We do not know we're in it until we're out of it. So what we need to understand is just recognize this because if we can recognize this, we can have fucking incredible self-awareness to then take ownership of that situation when it happens again, which it will. So when that story creeps up that limits you from doing something, when fear kicks in, when you try to convince yourself of doing something otherwise because you're scared. That's what it all comes back to. It all comes back to fear. So number one, one of the things that I see right now and it's blowing my mind, right? And I'm going to go into why they blow my mind and what they're actually subconsciously doing every time someone tells yourself this story. So being from the West Coast of Scotland, a lot of people love bevying, right? I like a drink, right? I used to like it more so in the past. I used to absolutely send it. I used to basically destroy myself with it, right? That's I know that's the way a lot of people are. It's a binge drinking culture we live in, right? And there's this sort of like 
I'm just living the quiet life right now. This is a story that I hear, right? But I'm going to tell you why that story absolutely fucks people. Because people have this life that they live, especially on the West Coast of Scotland, where it's like they send it the weekend, they're a weekend warrior, then they essentially don't really do much of the week. They just work, right? And this story that so many folk live makes a lot of people very miserable and unhappy. And people either have this option where they're either doing that in that cycle where it's binge, drink, repeat, and then they, they don't do anything for the week. They lie, dying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They kind of string themselves to get to the gym on Wednesday or something, Thursday for a half-baked session. Then they rinse, repeat that cycle. I've done it for a long period of time, guys. And it made me very, very unhappy, right? But what we need to understand is that when it comes to this, is that people say this, I'm just living the quiet life right now where they just, they don't drink, right? And they almost kind of shut themselves down into this like sort of fucking lizard of a person they just go indoors and they don't do anything they don't go out and they start doing things like oh, i'm just going to get like the munchies in because i'm doing the, the quiet life right now what you need to realize is if you're actually in this mindset you're closing off so many opportunities in other areas of your life because you only have one way and it's basically send it to the weekend quiet during the week but then the only way you know how to override that is by telling yourself this story that you then need to be quiet I heard something recently, guys, right? And it, it just really spoke to me. Last week, I went out for a C-dip, right? And I met this guy that turns out he was a proper elite-level runner in the past. And the guy was probably in his 80s, older gentleman, lovely guy. And he was talking to me and he was asking me about what I was up to, what I was doing. He's very interested. And I was telling him about my life, right? And I was telling him about what I'm doing and, and when I'm with the event I'm training for. And he went, oh, you're so young right now. He's like, how old are you? He's like 29. He's like, you've got so much ahead of you. I'm so excited for you. And he shook my hand and he said, son, don't rest when you don't need to rest. And I, it just fucking spoke to me, right? And the reason when folk do this sort of, I'm just living the quiet life right now, it's a story that then just gets folk to become a fucking lazy bastard. And they essentially become even unhappier than they probably were before. And I want you to, if you're telling yourself that story where you may be in that cycle of, like, don't don't tell yourself a story that you've only got one way to live your life. It's either I'm a weekend warrior or I'm a quiet person that just sits in. You will look back and have so much regret if you're doing that. And I hear so many people say stuff like this, and it's actually so saddening when I hear it, if that's a word. Number two, striving for job security, right? This kind of ties into one of the ones we're going to come on to after this, but this is something so many folk do. And it's like, what you need to understand is that I'm not telling everyone to go and start and run their own businesses, right? But what you need to understand, if someone runs a business, their goal is to make more money, their goal is to build, their goal is to scale, their goal is to delegate tasks, right? And they will create as much power and autonomy as they can over the people who they pay so that they stay in the same place. And a lot of that comes down to things like security, stability, and one of the basic human needs is stability. So if a job provider can give someone more stability, what that then means is in turn that more people are going to stay. But what happens in a lot of workplaces, a lot of people end up staying in jobs that they're not entirely happy in. I was one of these people. I was fucking miserable towards the end, but I had a pension. I had security. I had stability. I had a guaranteed income. And because I was surrounded by so many other unhappy people, not everyone, but a lot of people that were in the same boat as me, but they had settled for it and they had accepted it by loads of other people telling me this story, I ended up staying in the same position. And you need to understand, you can't base your entire life around fucking job security. Like, like you need to act, like see if your job was gone tomorrow, what would you do? What would you do different? How would you go about things? Think like that person and I get it. I know some people have families, they've got responsibilities. So does everyone, everyone's going to have responsibilities. But if you are living a life that's making you unhappy because of your job, do something about it because that becomes an anchor to your life. And I'm telling you, I've worked with so many people that 
end up so fucking miserable because of the work. You're going to spend a large part of your life there, a large, large part of your life. And this is what you need to do as well, tying into the last point about the, the quiet life. You need to start thinking bigger. Multiply that by the amount of time that's taken away from your life. Imagine you were like, right, I'm going to just stay quiet for the next six months. That's six months of your life where you're not growing. That's six months of your life where you're staying stagnant. It's the same in your career. Yeah, you might get paid 30, 40 grand a year or whatever, right? You've got a bit of stability and security. You've got a fucking mortgage. But look, play the longer game. That's going to fucking end up making you depressed if you're unhappy in it. Like, would you not rather take the gamble, take the risk, take the cut, go and do something that allows you to do the things you want to do, work on the side, do that, and go from there. And then just, it'll get better because you'll be operating from a better place as well. So that story of like, striving for job security is killing you. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely killing you. And the thing is, you will find it. And like, we're naive to think that we're going to get a job from day one and that's it, sorted. Like, we get a first job and that's it. Number three, what happens when you have kids? This was the, the conversation that me and Caitlin were having. Caitlin's just had a kid, right? And uh, a beautiful little boy, Blaine. And basically, um, she's literally, I think it was like a week and a half, two weeks ago. And she's really, really setting an incredible standard for herself, the way she's going about things, what she's doing, getting back to moving, the way that they're like her and Kieran are planning their day around like essentially having a kid. And they're both self-employed and they can do that. And I know not, not everyone can do that. But I said, you're really leading from the front for all the women that you coach, Caitlin, because a lot of people have this mindset of when something happens, when they have kids, they're then unable to do it. I'm actually coaching a gentleman right now who has two young kids, and we're basically talking about priorities, and it's getting people to look through a different lens. It's like, well, the thing is, I know that people can have two, three, four kids, and I know maybe some folk are maybe listening to this and going, you don't know, Christian, you don't have a kid. I know plenty of people, and I've coached plenty of people who have kids who make it more of a priority and then they make they are more dynamic to the way they use the, the little time that they have, right? Whereas the people who dismiss it because they have kids are the ones that end up in the same position, right? And I want you to look through this differently because this is what I actually say to a lot of my clients that do have kids. I'm like, look, you might have to get up a wee bit earlier. You might have to go to bed a wee bit earlier. You might have to be a wee bit more tired sometimes. But would you not rather be the parent that sets the standards for their kids, that sees them come home in the morning, they've been to the gym before the school run, they've been out a power walk before the school run. Is that not a much better standard to set for your kids? And I know that not everyone's going to be able to do that because of shit work, shift work. There's the reason why I'm saying these things. I know a lot of folk will be like, you don't understand, Christian. I do. There is always a way that you can improve and develop yourself. But telling yourself the story that what happens when you have kids is rinsing you. We recently got a taxi to the airport before a holiday and the guy pissed me off in the taxi. He kept saying, wait till you get to 40, wait till you have kids. I was like, fucking speak for yourself, mate. Speak for yourself because I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be acting that way. And it was all these stories. This is what happens when you have kids. This is what happens when you get here. There is obviously certain things that happen. You're going to be more tired. You're going to be more fatigued. You're not going to have as much time. You're going to have more responsibilities. But you can then just adjust the way that you go about it in line with what you're doing. Number four, the house, family, and pension concept. This is something I've really been thinking about recently, and it's it's just for even that conversation I had with that guy on the beach last week and someone else I was talking to recently, and a lot of people are getting to this point where it's like in their early 20s, man, where they're just writing off their life because they've got the house, they've got the kid, they've got the secure job, and then it's just the same cycle every single week, and they're not striving to do anything because they've got the concept in their head, Right. Like, you need to understand, we've just made this concept up, right? It's just been made up by society. I'm not saying, I've obviously got a house, I've got a mortgage, but these different things. But I've got so many aspirations to do different things as well. And so many folk get to this point where they're creating this, like, almost this, this stopping point. 
And we need to have more people understanding that that doesn't mean it's the end of things. That doesn't mean that things over are over for you. That means that fucking, yeah, you've just, you've got a mortgage, you've got a pension, you've got X, Y, Z. Go and do more things that fucking subject you to stress and discomfort that are going to allow you to progress that further. If you went from not having a job, not having a pension, not having a house to having all of those things, you can do that with other parts of your life as well. You can get a better job. You can make more money. You can be fitter. You can live a better quality life. You can have a bigger house. You can have a fucking, you can make more money and invest more money into a fucking better pension. If you got to that point, it's just progressive overload. You can pass beyond it. So many folk get to this point where they're like, that's it, I've hit my plateau. You need to remember that's a standard that's been created. And if you can change that, you can set your own entire new standard to the next level as well. And then lastly, this is one that me and uh, Caitlin were talking about as well, blaming a desk job for your lack of movement. It seems to be in the UK because I get it, it gets dark, cold, wet at nighttime, right? That for a lot of nine to fivers, they just write things off after five o'clock. I struggle to get my steps in because I'm at a desk all day, right? What about the rest of the fucking night? What are you doing then? And I'm telling you right now, so many people finish work get in their pyjamas, get cosy, so I mean, get the heating on, get Netflix on, and write off the rest of your, write off the rest of the night, you can still get after it. You have just shaped a life around what you perceive life should look like. So you can create and set a whole new standard just because everyone in your street lives like that doesn't mean you have to live like that as well. And this is one of the hardest things that so many people struggle with when it comes to actually changing. They think that they're just going to add the gym on, add tracking my fitness pal, add fucking a, a weekend gym session and that's going to be it. You need to look at the way you're living your week and you need to restructure it and redefine it to get the most out of it. The most successful clients that I have in PLU are the ones who understand this and get this. They make changes to the areas they didn't necessarily think they had to make the change to in the first place. And this is where so many folks succeed is because they're living a different, better quality life. So guys, lots of different stories there to think about. Lots of things that might fucking be like, wow, that really spoke to me. That really landed with me right now. Guys, please, as always, share this podcast. Push it to someone else that you know really might benefit from it. It might be someone else in your work that says these stories. It might be your partner. It might be your friend. It might be someone that really needs to hear it. But understand, guys, that the stories you tell yourself, the narrative, the story is the narrative and the story that you're going to live to. So start telling yourself different stories and you will get a better, happier, higher driven quality fucking life, right? Over and out, guys. Catch you in a bit.